Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Naja Knows. My name is Mika. I am now one of three hosts of the show. Yay! So hey! They were on the first. <laughs> they were on the first two episodes that I did. So now they are back. We decided to join forces and make this something beautiful and magical. Yay! So this is our first one child. Yes. So a lot has happened since last time I recorded, which was May of last year. Plus, since the other ones that we did little test runs on, so a lot has happened. We've had an election. We had a insurrection and white people acting crazy. So let's talk about oh, it. Oh, oh. How do you guys? Sorry. White people being being sore losers. Yeah, that part. That part. <laughs> We're starting the capital. It's a revolution. it's a coup no you try to install your newest you know your latest and greatest version of hitler and it's not it didn't work (laughs) y'all went on the bottom shelf and was like this is close enough we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to install this this two dollar version of hitler and then what happened exactly exactly so um i mean i'm happy that the cheeto is gone he didn't stay for the inauguration we didn't need him to. Bye. Bye. I'm Bye. so happy that he did not. Sh- I'm actually really happy that he didn't. That he didn't show up because he would have been nothing but a distraction and a deterrent to like the whole affair. Like, yeah. like I'm glad Pence showed up because at least Pence is like a survivalist. Pence was, I think, happy to either be like the new dictator's new lieutenant, <laughs> or he'd be like, okay, that's not going to work out. I need to at least make sure that I have a career after all of this is done. So he showed okay. up awkward and real hurt apparently but like but he showed up like you're supposed to like when you win and lose like that's how it's supposed to even though he caused so much chaos as a president you you don't think he should have at least been there not this one because you're supposed to be welcoming in i mean obama did it for him right yeah wait no I think like you have to look at his entire presence, even for when during well, during the time he was running, right? He's not that guy. Like he just isn't. The whole welcoming the new president, that's out of tradition. It's not required. It's not written into law. And he's not that dude. He's just not. So yeah, I feel like I'm like Tori. I feel like it's better. Bye. Go okay. okay. I'm I'm cool you weren't there. Go. Well, he spent his whole presidency making the presidency about himself he made it a mockery he made a mockery but he made it about himself he made it not about the people he made it actually not about the country he made it about himself and his own personality and his own his he tried to push himself up to a level above the people and above the country whereas everybody else is like yeah i'm like obama and any and even george bush was like yeah i'm president but I'm president of this country and everything that happens and everything that I'm doing is for this country. I'm representing United States. Trump came out and said, I'm representing myself. And you just happen to be on my coattails, United States. Typical textbook narcissist. Megalomaniac. (laughs) And, And what I don't understand is what, I wish somebody could explain to me what the obsession is because it's not like oh my god he's one it's an obsession it's a sick obsession what is this obsession with this man right. i don't get it when i talked about that right so and i was talking about this with somebody yesterday like i understand as a white person particularly white male 
when you are used to seeing yourself pretty much everywhere and most of the time you're the dominant one right and so now at this point you know things are changing there's women there's minorities there's you know the lgbt in these places where you're used to only seeing yourself so you may feel in some sort of way that something is being taken from you i like i draw the analogy to when i had to tell my older son that i was pregnant first thing out of his mouth was he's gonna play with my toys he immediately started thinking about what's his somebody taking his stuff right so it's a similar in that like childlike mentality where it's like oh shoot you know i'm losing something really they're not losing anything but they see it as as losing something instead of something yeah so it's like i can somewhat understand that like grasp for like so-called what they think is control or power not to lose their spot what i don't understand to your point felicia is how is it you figure that donald trump was the man that's gonna get you know secure your spot like what has he said that made you think like yeah this is the guy this is the guy like no but but it's more about his personality and and there was a study that i was reading a little while ago and i'll have to i'll have to find you know a couple things in the links but it's a study to show that like this whole movement to follow somebody like trump had been put in effect way before trump got here so when you had like super super far right grassroots quote unquote come through um you had people studying the the social aspect of that and what it was is like to to your point nikki at that time the grassroots people were starting to see things change they were starting to see more color where there wasn't color where they grew up where there was no color but themselves seen anywhere and that correlated with the uneasiness of not feeling like the america that they were used to and then you have that bubbling and boiling underneath for all these years and then you have somebody like Trump who it's not necessarily him it's just the fact that he gives them that outlet to say the most ridiculous thing so not so much that and he has the personality to cover up their daddy issues for it as well and so they grasp onto that like oh it's a bully who's saying what he wants to say not that they know they know good and well he's not intelligent they know good and well that he doesn't sound intelligent that he's not putting forth a a presentable he's not a presentable president they just like the fact that he's an excuse to say what they really feel without being shamed about it he gave them he gave them that outlet and now and and so because all these years yeah, and but because all these years they've had to keep themselves somewhat in check. They've yeah. had to be somewhat polite. They've had to keep a lot of what they were feeling inside. Mm-hmm. And now you have somebody that's like, no, let the hate out, you know, in in so many words. And now they're like, oh, we, we can we can we can say that now. We can do that. Well, I've been feeling this too, and I hate mixed mixed Cheerio, you know, commercial Cheerio commercial couples. I hate them. Because now they have a president that's like, that makes them feel comfortable enough to say some shit like that. And they, and they want to hold on to that feeling of being able to really say what's like in their gut out loud and not feel like they, they're going to be charged or judged for it when, I mean, obviously they're always going to be judged for it, but just like the, the one lady in that one video, Trump. <laughs> oh no that lady give me all them tears i will eat the tears for breakfast <laughs> sprinkle them tears like sprinkles on my ice cream put it in my cereal i won't give go give me them tears i i want them please please <laughs> please give me them y'all you don't understand how ridiculous you all look it's like the sorest of of like turnarounds and 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 for the people that i knew that were like well you know the, the 
the the vote was rigged it was rigged and it's like it's never going to be to your satisfactory unless it's a turnaround that you won you will never accept the fact that you lost lost and then the other part is it's only rigged in the states that you lost so everybody else was good everybody else was was cool and then the other part is which i forget who i was listening to that pointed out if it's rigged that means all of it was rigged right because it's one, exactly. you, know, you go in there and you vote for president, you vote for Senate, you vote for your local stuff. So that means you redo everybody. So even the Republicans that either were reelected or new ones, you know, that means all of them were rigged. We should just clear them all out and start over if that's the case. Like it makes sense. Like y'all, come on. When I saw that video, I'm like, this lady cannot be serious. This has got to be a joke. This has to be a joke. Because I don't the understand. But 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 he he still got votes, which is scary. So yes, we won. You know, the Democratic side won. And not to say that Democrats are perfect, because by no means they are not perfect whatsoever. There there's a whole list. That's a whole nother show. There's flaws that we can go. But you can't have a party that gives breath and space to racism. That's not a political issue. That's a moral issue. So I don't care what you got on your platform. If you have space for terrorist, white terrorist in your Mm -hmm. party, even if, even if most of you are just like, ah, they're just over there, but no, but if you, if you pull up a chair for them, if they can sit at your table, even if you have them at the kitty table, I don't have space for you. You're you're not a viable, you're not a viable scene for me. Right. And then like, Felicia, you and I talked about it. the other part, like the stupidity, the way I see it. Or no, it wasn't me. It was I, anyway somebody child because I've been talking about this. Um, <laughs> you know, it it shows the stupidity of both sides, right? So it still shows the stupidity of the people that are following Trump because they see this as their guy, whatever. He's he's dumb. Let's just put it out there. He's dumb. The other part is it shows the stupidity of Trump because you're expecting these people to now uplift you up, right? As a dictator. All they did was tear shit up like they do at football games. That's all they did. That's what happens when you got a bunch of, and I told, I think I told this to you, Felicia. Anyway, this is what happens when you have freaking Gomer Pyle, Barney Fife, Elmer McFudd, and a couple of step and fetches as your soldiers. Don't nothing happen. <laughs> Don't nothing happen. You end up killing the people that you claim to love. Blue Lives Matter. Blue Lives Matter, and y'all killing police. Like, really? Because it, no, it, right. it was never like, about why? Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Lives Matter, they on, the only reason why most of that platform even jumped on a Blue Lives Matter is because it felt and sounded like a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter. Right. Their only concern was that it, they needed a rebuttal for uh, Black Lives Matter, and so they... Snatched up, yeah. One day, exactly. They were just trying to get a leg up and be like, "Well, if you say Black Lives Matter, then Blue Lives Matter, bitch." There are no blue lives. Everybody bleeds red, and we are either black, white, yellow, or however you want to categorize it. There are no blue lives. That's an occupation that you sign up for. That's not. Nobody made you sign up to be an officer. It's an occupation. Okay. You know, go home and take this off and decide I want to put it on today or I don't. It doesn't work. I don't get to take PTO days vacation days like it don't happen that way it does not happen that way at all this is 100 percent 24 7 it does not scratch off i guess you can try to bleach it off whatever michael jack what he had it a lot i guess whatever you can try that it just you know but he's still a black man 
we still yeah, saw that despite yeah. his really white skin. But yeah, but like I said, it's not, they don't care about the police. They just care about any kind of rebuttal for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we just had Martin Luther King Day come through. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, and I was happy to see that a lot of people really put forth the effort to say, please don't just pick and choose the whitewashed like, quotes from, from, right. from MLK. Don't just pick the ones that that you feel like you can twist into touting and what do you call it a negative piece mm-hmm. negative piece is just another form of slavery you just want us to continue to be quiet and to be malleable to what you want that's not peace that's still submissive passive aggressive slavery you can't you know so don't pick and choose because he was considered you know he considered himself non-violent people think that like oh he's just just like they do with jesus peaceful meek and mild man that's just marching down he was they were getting dog sicked on them they were yes. getting thrown Waterhole. how many times was he thrown in jail he was a revolutionary however he, he was assassinated he didn't die peacefully didn't on die. stage y'all he was assassinated he was shot they took him to the hospital some story i read or listened to the other day whatever his i guess it was his lawyer somebody on his team said that they actually killed him like he was alive and the doctor head doctor at the hospital was like, kill that N-word. And they put a pill over his face or something. Now, how the, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But at the end of the day, we know he was killed. We know that. Well, he got a 67% disapproval rating for the country while he was alive. He wasn't, he wasn't a popular person while he was not alive. At all. Not at all. You want to say, quote, well, Dr. Martin Luther Chavo. The hey, whole idea too, where people are like, oh, turn the other cheek, you know? And I'll say, no, no, sorry. Fuck that. <laughs> turn the other cheek is a quote used for racist so that they can keep repeating their bad behavior anybody yeah. that wants an excuse to repeat their bad behavior will tell you to turn the other cheek no you're gonna get one you got one cheek you're not gonna get the other cheek right. to say something. but that's a tactic used to keep people to, to just pr- just keep bad behavior alive no i'm not turning the other cheek no it's not going to get quiet no you're going to keep hearing it and keep hearing it and keep giving me this squeaky wheel some oil yeah to rotate it in like the other wheels like that's how i'm like shannon sharp he said on i don't, I don't remember how long ago it was like probably a couple of years ago he's staying on his show on as it espn that comes on or fox sports anyway and he was saying like i don't have no more cheeks at the end of the day like after a while i'm gonna tell you to stop hitting me I'm not going to keep turning my cheek while you steady slapping. Now I'm going to bust you back in your face, period. <laughs> and then they want to be all shocked and appalled that you said something or that you reacted. Like my Caleb, my seven-year-old, you know, he's telling me, oh, mommy, uh, such and such hit me at school. Mommy, such and such hit me. So after like the third time I'm telling him that, I'm telling him, okay, did you tell the teacher? Yes. Did you? And the kid keeps doing it. All right. So Caleb, what you do this time is you knock his ass out. You hit him back. You, period. <laughs> Just clock him. Pop him. He'll leave you alone. And when the kid came up in his face and Caleb dared him to hit him, the kid didn't even touch him. And you know the sad part about that is when we do stuff like that, when we have to instill stuff like that in our children, and then that's when we're looked at as being aggressive and violent. Mm-hmm. But we've been provoked for fucking centuries. We have been provoked. This has been going on since America started. To, to be quite honest it's been like this this whole time it hasn't changed it's come in different forms sometimes it's not as overt sometimes yeah. these days that doesn't it, mean it's gone exactly it does not mean it's gone because i've heard comments and i'll be like from people that i know and i'm like really that's interesting never knew you, you know, thought- it's crazy that you still have to tell people that so um i'm traveling 
if um and i'm in an airbnb and the father of like the host of this particular airbnb that i'm in he's a pastor very nice gentleman he came in i met him and, and he just outright said it he's just like i didn't really he's like you know i thought we were over this i thought that you know everything was taking he's like i didn't think that it was like that he's like i'm old he's like and i've you know I just didn't realize that this was still that, you know, racism was still a problem. I thought it was over with. And I was like, well, just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean that it's not happening. And and he just, you know, he was like, okay, but you have to, okay. So you do have to, there are bubbles everywhere. (laughs) So if you never leave your bubble, you never know. And for people who, white people in particular, who don't have the problems it's very it's very hard to get a hold of things that you can't fathom right not to say that that alleviates you from any responsibility of figuring out if there's a if you realize there's a problem yeah that's that's your responsibility now to go out then and educate yourself um but for him he was just like you know I've gone and he's a pastor so he's like I've gone out and tried to do my best to help in these situations and to help in these neighborhoods and things like that you know he was he was just having a very open conversation which I appreciated and I was like no and I was like and for whatever you did if you did it with a good heart you know obviously that's much appreciated but that doesn't mean that it's gone I was like and the methods may have changed the way that it shows up may have changed you know but that doesn't mean that it's gone and I was like unfortunately you're going to keep hearing about it (laughs) until it gets fixed you know even if it makes you personally uncomfortable it's gonna we're gonna keep making noise about it because otherwise it all stays the same you may be comfortable now that it's quiet but now we're still suffering in silence that doesn't make that any better and he was like you got a good point (laughs) he's like that part is never gonna go away it's gonna be a, a constant issue. Yeah, but we have to be willing to keep talking about it. Uh, because of the bubble, right? Because a lot of, you know, and even some white people that I know, um, because they do have black friends that they genuinely love, right? So they, like you said, they don't realize that it's a problem. Well, you have to think about how your black friend is living. Just because y'all get along doesn't mean how they operate in the world the rest of the time is you know like it is with just when it's y'all hanging out it's completely they have to operate in the world differently and like you said Tori it's hard for people to sort of you know grasp that and try to look at it from someone else's perspective and realize like oh wow this really is a continuing issue I will say though since I'll probably say the last Trump was president for four years so the last probably two years what I have noticed is when I go places because y'all know my name at Denica I have noticed that white people in particular, black people, that's a whole nother topic about how we be talking about Africans amongst ourselves. But white people I have noticed have taken like an extra effort to make sure they say my name correctly. I went to get a massage in in Brandon and, you know, I had, you know, signed up online or called or whatever. And when I got there, you know, and I called to check in, you know, because of COVID or whatever. So you got to check in and stuff first. Um, and they come out and I went in and the lady was like, how do you say your name? And I said it, she's like, say it again. And I mean, she tried, she didn't get it perfect. Obviously most people don't, but she tried. She's like, no, I just wanted to make sure I got your name right. And I was like, oh. yeah, I appreciate that. At yes. work, they effort started, is appreciated. Yeah, yes. even at work now they started calling me Nick Cap. You know, I'm like, thank you. I put that in the chat. Thank you for using my real name. I appreciate that because it's really annoying. That's have to keep saying my name all the time. Like, forget it, Nikki, you know? So I have noticed for the ones that, you know, do see things differently or want things to be different or want to be better, they have, you know, made 
you know, the effort in whatever that little way is, which I, you know, like you said, I appreciate whether it's conversation or just little things like saying my name right or even trying to say my name right. Simple. Yeah. Simple. We're all human. Like literally all of this racism, it's literally only based on how much melanin I have in my skin. Exactly. More than, you know, a white person does. Mm-hmm. that's all it is and there's something that's- you can't help you can't help you were born white i can't help i was born black that's just how it happens and at the end of the day we're all going we going somewhere we all have to leave our, our physical bodies at some point nobody's getting out of that so we all are on the same journey in that aspect yeah. we want to be able to provide for our families we want our children to be happy we want them to grow up and be able to you know function in the world however it is that they need to so at the end of the day we really all want the same thing too so yeah, it's like i think the the problem is is people everybody is so uncomfortable with being uncomfortable nobody want nobody wants discomfort uh Unfortunately, there has been plenty of discomfort in plenty of, you know, communities, Black, you know, people of color, anybody that basically comes to this country that's not white. There's a level of like automatic discomfort that happens. And I think people are more afraid to touch that comfort level, to touch that nerve to kind of like move it out the way just because of the pain that it's going to inflict. Because for the most part, it's not, you know, we don't look, we talk in in hyperbole we talk in like grand gestures and you know kind of like in sweeping wording and we say like white people you 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 don't do this and white people do this and it's just like well no it's not so much now at this fact you obviously you don't own slaves but you are benefiting off of something that was started from a very malicious point of point of like start starting point and you don't and instead of improving upon that to rectify that, you continue to build upon that. And where that, wherein lies the problem. So, you know, four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten generations down, you're benefiting and sitting high on it while, you know, everybody else is, is trailing far behind you. And when those people say, hey, can we, can we fix this? And now you're like, well, yeah, you're attacking me. And it's like, no, we're not attacking you. We're attacking the system that you're benefiting from because it was created off of our backs, but we don't get the benefit like you do. So all we're asking is that you kind of bring things kind of back to the middle so that we all have the same opportunity to move forward in the best way that we can. And not, you- not, not, not that we hate you, not that we hate all white, because no, there's some, some, there are not some, there are, there's nothing wrong with white people, just like there's nothing wrong with black people, there's nothing no. wrong with Latin people, it's, it's not the mentality. It's, it's the mentality the that is attached to it, and it's the uncomfort of unpossibly unwinding that, you know, that system to create something a little bit new, and that's scary you know yeah, and, and then when you don't feel it you don't know it it's like looking at somebody with sickle cell and being like oh you not you don't look hurt you don't look like you hurt and looking at someone with fibromyalgia you don't look like you or you look fine I don't I don't I'm not hurting like that so I don't understand why you're hurt why you're saying you're hurting like that and it's like no that person's actually hurting but just because you don't hurt like that doesn't mean or that that person see it or exactly. can't see it doesn't mean that that's not it's not happening privilege as having money having status having class and I was reading something it was a meme or something but it was very true white privilege is not meaning that you grew up rich you no. can 
poor just like I was poor. But it just means that there are so you don't have to operate in the world at a deficit because of your skin color. Just like what happened at the Capitol. That was the epitome of white privilege. Because right. if that those been- people are working class, middle class, lower, lower middle class, low class, you know, that that hit a whole range of folks just for something like that to happen. Yeah. Quick, quick thing. So I remember at the very beginning, you said something about like, like white men, like truly hanging on to Trump. Actually, the percentage is higher for white women that voted for Trump. It was like 80 something percent of like white women voted for Trump. And then like, then it was 70. I don't understand that. Because he degraded women. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. It's if you read their studies, there's there's social studies done about that link to like daddy issues and what he represents in that realm. It's it's crazy. It's the, the psychological like backflip split um, is. It, it doesn't even make sense. The the ones that call themselves christians the so-called evangelical christians that also support him i mean if anything this trump thing shows that a lot of them are just full of crap it's strictly 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 about access being able to say i went to the white house and all all this jesus blah blah like y'all full of it because ain't no way no way if jesus was here on earth that you can tell me that you'd be talking about the same way because when jesus was here guess who he was associated with the ones that they was calling prostitutes and thieves, the ones that were, you know, so-called the, you know, lower class of society. Mm-hmm. That's who he hung out with. And he was not white. So all this, oh, and what's her name? Paula White that calling on the angels of Africa. Like, really? What you thought was going to happen? You going to call up <laughs> ancestors? You thought they was going to come help Trump win? Like, really? Right. I'm the wrong color ancestors. <laughs> I won't lie. Like, I'm a person that is very like even my mom used to tell me i'm like uh and my mom would say it was the holy spirit but when i watched that video the first time like the hair stood up on my arms i was like no and i turned it off she not praying to who she says she praying to i don't know what she's yeah. i don't know who she praying to let me turn this off because she's talking something else and it's crazy but again she was wrong obviously she was wrong anyway i'll call the angels of africa i call the angels of south america you really honestly think they're gonna come help trump First, like, yeah, first of all, who are you talking to? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, them, them, even if you was calling on the angels of Africa, them not your ancestors. You, that's the wrong group. Right. <laughs> that's the wrong Looking like, group. Who, who is this woman? Right. <laughs> they all clicking their teeth like, this bitch. <laughs> you hear her? You hear her trying to call? You finna go outside? No, I ain't going outside. I'm not talking to that bitch. You heard her. I'm not. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. Um, check your phone real quick. But uh, yeah, that that was crazy to me. Like this lady, yeah, she done lost her mind. Franklin Graham, a bunch of them. That even ones like I remember my mom used to watch all the time. Kenneth Copeland, like, wow, if she were here, I wonder what she. Well, no, I know what she would say. Um, I'm happy. I will say, you know, watching the inauguration, I didn't realize how much how much as a country collectively we were holding our collective breath for the last four years how uptight and tense we all were for four years and to watch the inauguration i think everybody regardless of whether you voted for biden or not i think everybody took a deep breath because Mm -hmm. it's like okay now we can watch the news for actual like political things now you know the worst thing that can happen is they're like oh biden put a peloton in the in the white house and they're afraid that they're, they're so their security issues. That's what I want to hear. Give me, give me that. 
Yes, I have been unable to listen to the news without my stomach t- tearing up in pieces. Like I have a, the last four years, it's just been like, okay, I already know I'm just not gonna vote for that, and then it's just called the day. Like I could, I couldn't stomach the news because it wasn't about the government; it was about him, and I was tired of him. I wanted to hear about us. Yes, yes. Now, all of them was like, thank God. Oh my gosh, this is over. Oh, I've had some international friends reach out and be like, ooh, thank God. <laughs> y'all, y'all okay over y'all there? Y'all all right over there? <laughs> <laughs> Checking in like, ooh, what's going on? It's like watching the Kardashians. Are you guys okay? And I'm like, look, no, we're fine. Don't. <laughs> Thinking like, ladies, we just completed our first episode. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> so much more to come. We want to talk about Marco, but we ran out of time, but that's all good. But um, again, I'm so happy that I decided to bring you guys with me. I thank, love you. You. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we have more to come. Our episodes will be nice and revamped. And we'll talk about current events. We'll talk about issues. We'll talk about funny stuff. Love. Sex. Jokes. Yes. The jokes. Ooh, sex. Yes. Oh, God. Sorry. There will be already. Sure. She had to throw Ooh. that in. She's a freak. She's a freak, y'all. Apparently, I'm not the only freak in the group. Yes. Say what now? I said, apparently, I'm not the only freak in the group. Oh, no, you the way, we're, no, we're yeah. all Scorpios. We just, you know, summer. Oh, that's right. We all are Scorpios. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Your birthday is wonderful. Wow. All of our birthdays are three days. Three days. Well, you're 17th. 17th, March 21st. So three of them. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's gonna be good, y'all. It's gonna but hey, y'all, she the oldest though. Really? <laughs> we just threw that all the way out there. Wait, really? She always gotta try to call somebody old. You right behind me? What are you talking about? <laughs> but we ain't talking about me though. We all in our thirties. We're just <laughs> yeah. We yeah. all grown. We put it that. We all grown. All grown. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening and watching, if you're watching. All right, y'all. Peace out. Bye. Bye.